0: Straight Talk from Israel.
1: You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.
2: You're listening to the Tamar Yonah Show here at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Today, we're going to be talking about lots of different topics. New construction for unjust democracy. We'll be talking about that. Israel's Minister of National Security, Itamar ben Gvir had the audacity to walk on the Temple Mount area. That is the most holy place in the world, and it's for the Jewish people. And my question is, so what? So what did he walk there? Well, it sparked outrage and threats of violence and a condemnation in the United Nations. Also, we'll talk be talking about Israel's Supreme Court. How much power is too much power? And finance minister here in Israel, Bitzalos Smotrich, implements sanctions on the Palestinian Authority. He's going to be taking 139 million Israeli shekels or... million in tax revenues that Israel collects for the Palestinian authorities' behalf. And instead now, instead of handing that money, hard-paying Israeli tax dollars, instead of handing it over to the enemies of Israel, the PLO-run Palestinian Authority, he's going to instead hand them over to families of Israelis' killed in Arab terror attacks. We're also going to be talking about Ukrainian war crimes. Also, Crisis Group 2023, Conflict Zones to Watch. Also, the changes in the Supreme Court with BRICS. And last, and actually we'll start with that now, is the year 2023. Do not outsource thinking. And our guest on the show today is Dr. Mordechai Ben-Manachem. He's a researcher, former lecturer at Ben-Gurion University. He's authored over 90 books and 400 research papers on science, history, and more. He commentates on Mideast and world issues. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Manachem. Thank you. It's very good to have you here with us. Okay, we're going to find out a lot of more information, trends, what's happening in the news, etc. So let's talk about the year 2023 and that people should not be
0: outsourcing thinking. Okay, um, uh, I have to give some numbers to put things into perspective. Let's start with something simple in numbers but horrifying numbers. The suicide rate in the, across America for all sections of the population is up 30% in this past year. On black America, the suicide rate has risen 53%. Now, those are horrible numbers. Now, we need to understand where that comes from. So we've looked up some statistics, some numbers that people can find online. Everything, everything that I'm saying can be uh, verified, of course. Um Median U.S. household income in 2019 was 69 and a half thousand. In 2020, it was 67 and a half thousand. In 2021, uh, pardon me, 2022, it's 51
1: and
0: a half thousand. That's a 25% drop. Now, combine that with 20% inflation. Remember, the average inflation rate right now is 7%. When you're you're low income, your primary outlay is going to be for food and shelter. They're not limited to 7%. Food has risen a total of over 20% of this past year. So your income has dropped by 25%, and your expenses have have risen by 20%. One-third of U.S. labor force earns less than $15 per hour, according to Oxfam America. Less than $15 an hour. In other words, they're living basically from mouth That's a third of the entire U.S. labor force. <clears throat> Average U.S. household worth in 1995 was 213000 In 2021, it's 127000 Tremendous drop in, in household worth average us household debt is a terrible number 155,000 in other words more than 3 times the annual income total annual income there is no res- there is no solution to that equation if household income is constantly dropping at an increasingly rapid pace our household debt is rising, is it any wonder that people are suicidal? Is it any wonder that there are millions of people across America who are now homeless? Is it any wonder that uh, 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 drug and alcohol abuse have risen tremendously in Amer- across America? I, I can agree with those points, but I call me naive,
2: <laughs> and I can see how that could be very stressful, okay. depressing, uh, maddening etc for the for the American people to go down in their standard of li- living because of all this happening but we look at other cultures like India who live maybe on like a dollar a day or
0: less and they're that, not all committing suicide that, first of all India doesn't live on a dollar a day that, that, that was true under the British because they were forced to do that but that's certainly far from true today I mean the very far, most uh, 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 poorest persons in India perhaps live on that sort of that sort of income, but uh, on the average, India has um, uh, India, uh, uh, by the way, has created basically an economic miracle over the last seventy years since they they became independent from uh, uh, from Britain. And um, uh, if the average historical average of poverty was one third. 33 percent it's now under 18 percent i'm happy to hear that but my the, the point i want I'm,
2: I'm making though is that do does a cut in your standard of living does become is becoming poor and not being able to buy with your with your currency what you were able to buy before and your standard of living is going down is that a reason a justifiable reason or just a reason that people would go and commit suicide that's what i'm asking
0: Okay, there are two answers to that. First of all, obviously not. Clearly, nobody should be su- suicidal. Suicide is a horrible thing to right, consider. Right. However, remember, there's a difference between growing up poor and getting poor, even though you're working hard. When you perceive that you're retreating rather than moving forward, that's much harder than saying, I was born this way, this is my life.
2: So That's you're saying my, basically my, it's the shock of, of living one way and then things are not happening. That is putting people into this terrible depression and having them
0: doing. I remember, remember David Goldman, his, what, what his, his, uh, his, uh, 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 um, uh, enormous, um, uh, uh, revelation is that people have children because they're, because they're optimistic about the future. Right. Is someone going to have a child? Is someone going to be optimistic about the future when they see their household debt three times na- a, a yearly income and their yearly income is retreating? Okay. All right. So let's keep going. So I mean, these are, these are terrible, terrible numbers, but these are, this is reality. Okay. Put that together with some, some political things that are going on in, in America today. The, the Twitter scandal is phenomenal, it's, it's much, much larger, it turns out, and much, much more dangerous than anyone thought. We now know that it includes not just Twitter, but Google, Amazon, Facebook, all of them. We now know that these are not random acts of uh, organizations like the FBI and Homeland Security and even the CIA, but this was an organized plan for these organizations to control social media of all types. We now know this, this is, we've, we've seen the documentation of this, we've seen this actually said that this is the plan. I, I, I'm, I'll, make it, I'll make a statement here, uh, 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 these are instruments of government population control. If you're an American, you're not afraid, you're asleep. This is the exact opposite of everything that Benjamin Franklin, for instance, said, that the Federalist Papers said. But the
2: younger generation seems pretty much okay with it. Well,
0: they don't they know, really they they don't
2: know and understand the freedoms people used to have and that w- was fought
0: for. It's very valued. similar to what we said about economics just a moment ago. If you've never had it, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. If you're retreating, that's something else altogether. Okay, good point. So, the, so this younger generation, that whatever they call themselves these days, I, I get all confused with all these ridiculous names that they have, um, but they never knew real freedom. Now, that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be looking at things and saying, wait a minute, this is not what was supposed to be. This is not the America that our parents taught us to look at. Hmm. And then look at the whole business with the with the vote in the in the House of Representatives. You, you can only see that America is not America. Well, that it seems to be
2: certainly true. Yes. Yes, indeed. But the the sad part is is that I think that our this the new generation the younger generation has been already mo- uh, what's the word. Uh, not molded, but uh, groomed, basically to uh, to to d- desire this, to desire that people's rights be taken away from them because it it, it overrides, um, it doesn't override hurting someone's feeling or, or offending someone. What well, we got to go to a break. We're gonna when we get back, we'll be talking about this and other topics as well. I hope you'll stay with us. You're listening to the Tamar Yano Show here live on Sunday afternoon Israel time. And from 9 to 10 U.S. Eastern Time. I'm hearing feedback. That's why I'm doing this. We'll be right back, everybody. We are back at the Tamar Yano Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Our guest is Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem. He is a commentator on Middle and world issues, and he gives us the trends as well. And we were talking before about the uh, change in the United States for, for U.S. citizens in their uh finances and how this is affecting their psyche and uh there's an upgrade uh, an uptick now in sadly suicides etc do you want to continue there or do you want to go on to what's happening here in israel now
0: let's go to israel now and then we'll go back and the la- last time we'll go back to the world
2: all right so let's start out with uh one of the big stories that happened here last week and that is uh that um uh, the Itamar Ben-Gvir, who is our national security minister, had the audacity to walk on the Temple Mount, which is the holiest place in the world uh, for the Jewish people. It is not the holiest place in the world for Islam or Christianity. And uh, th- now the UN is going crazy. And the Arabs are going crazy, and they're threatening violence, and they're threatening uh, all sorts of things. And he did it; nothing happened, meaning that there were, you know, the world didn't come to an end, and uh, everybody's uh, the, the left wing in Israel who doesn't want Israel to be a Jewish state necessarily uh is is uh, condemning him saying he's gonna bring us to a third inti or a fourth intifada and he's he's nuts and this right wing extremist, they always say extremist government when it's, this, it's it's what the Israeli citizens voted in. And it's the salt of the earth people families that want it. People who want security in their streets. They voted uh Itamar Ben Gavir in the Knesset. They became the largest the third largest party in the Knesset, and now he's starting to guarantee that anybody in this is a democracy. Israel is supposed to be a democracy, at least in that we have a right to walk wherever we want, and not based on your um, your 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 belief, your religion. So,
0: why don't you comment on that? All right, let me give a dispute that disputes the very idea of a Jewish state, obviously. But I mean, that's where they that's where they're coming from. The the, the whole point of the of the disputation is that they don't really want a Jewish state to exist at all. So they're looking for what we call in Hebrew a reason to have a party. That's all it is. It's a lot of noise. It's a fart. Um, it means nothing. As you said, nothing happened. Nothing will happen. Um, I, I, I don't like Ethan ben really. You know that. Um, I, I don't think he's his actions are those of somebody who's a clear thinker. But at the same time, I, I must acknowledge that what he does absolutely nothing wrong with what he did. I mean, I, 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 I probably wouldn't have done it in his place. I'm not certain I wouldn't have, but
2: I probably wouldn't have. Well, but, I think he you know, was trying back? to basically get uh, Jewish uh, rights back. The fact yes, that we yes. can't go there and, and pray because it might offend some Muslims up there is ludicrous. This is supposed to be a democratic society. This, even the Supreme Court here in Israel, which we're going to talk about, uh, said that Jews have a right to pray there, but the police don't enforce it. They stop it, usually, although they're loosening up now. No, 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 because no, be- no,
0: that's not what was said. What the Supreme Court said was Jews have a right in principle to, to pray there. However, that right is uh, uh, only to be applied when the police agree with it. Okay. So it's not a question of the police. But they said that we have a right. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes, but, but, it, but that right, in their opinion, was dependent upon. But the police. The
2: opinions of the but police. the police have to implement what the people want and what the law is, not just uh, what they say. That's the
0: question. The question okay. is, uh, uh, is the police, and that's 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 the major question is the police an independent entity or are they dependent upon those who pay taxes
2: right okay so let's go to a caller we have joining us antonio from the united states hi there antonio what's your comment or question for us here
1: um three comments on three different topics um first about suicide i think individuals who've lost hope or feel hopeless that's why they committed suicide because of you brought into the society living in the United States and you have a custom of life and living and support and all of a sudden you're struggling and you seem like there's no hope and the possibility that they tried and tried and tried and the bills and things are um situation hard life is closing in on them so that's you know that's one of the factors okay. um second thing is dealing with um the individuals who are a young generation uh, partially, a, part, a portion of it is blamed to um, the government because in the United States, the United States, you um, can't discipline kids, can't yell at them and so forth. So there's three options. The kid might turn up well. Second option would be six feet under or not be in jail. I have um, known individuals who are, um, who are teachers and they decided they curb the, um, the grades because they want to get a point or a principal or force them to. And give me what the bad behavior, and that's not acceptable. And today's society, kids, um, the younger generation, have no clue what is hard work. And the third um, topic they are dealing with: um, Israel has a right to exist. If it's going to exist, period. And if you're a Jew, you should go up up on um, the Temple, the Temple Mount. And I don't care what the United um, States. Um, the United Nations have to say about it. They need to have a conversation with God and flick a lemon. And that's all I have to say.
0: Well,
2: good for you. So you would have been a voter for Itamar Ben-Gvir, or at least on this uh, th- this aspect. Uh, Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem, ben- ben- did you want to comment on what uh,
0: Antonio said, his three points? Well, Basically, we all agree. I don't think he, he said anything that's that's out of the ordinary or, or, or something that uh, is unexpected.
2: All right. Well, thank you for your call, Antonio. It's always good. We love hearing from our listeners. So thank you for calling in. Okay, thank okay. you. And I just want to remind everybody, if you do want to chime in on what we're talking about, have a question or a comment, uh, and, and you want to call in, our numbers are on the top of our homepage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And uh, we are broadcasting, but you can only call in while we're broadcasting live. And that is if it's Sunday between 4 to 5 p.m holy time right here in the land of israel or if it's between 9 to 10 a.m u.s eastern time that means we are live. if you're hearing the show at any other time it's just a replay of the show so go ahead dr mornichai ben menachem
0: okay um so, so where were we, 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 we uh, um, you wanted to ask some other questions about about the the, the political things going on in israel Okay, so we have uh, Itamar ben Gvir who walked
2: in the Temple Mount. The the United Nations uh, condemned us. The Arabs said that they're threatening violence, etc. But you agreed that he did the right thing, that we have a right to be there. And by him as a minister, and especially the Minister of National Security going up there, it was making a uh, huge point. I don't
0: think he's just making a point. I think our minister needs to know what he's talking about. And if he's not there... Then he doesn't know. I mean, it's the same thing as, a, as uh, 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 Kamala Harris not going to visit the border if she's supposed to be in charge of the border. That's and funny. I, I don't know if that's <laughs> is that, if that's uh, still correct, but it was her responsibility or is or was her responsibility to view it, to see it. So, I mean, a case can clearly be made for Itamar Ben-Gvir having a duty to go up on the Temple Mount. Okay. All right, so we'll move on because we're running out of time. It's not something that I would have done in his place. I don't agree with exactly the way it was done, but that's a question of of, of nuances, not anything else.
2: All right. Also, Finance Minister Bezalos Motrich uh, is going to be implementing sanctions on the Palestinian Authority instead of hard-earned Israeli tax money going in uh, the pockets of the uh, PLO in Palestinian—
0: Okay, then you go ahead.
2: Do it. Go ahead.
0: You tell it. The, the, the money that we collect in taxes for the Palestinian Authority are things like uh, 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 value-added tax and import duties on things that are shipped directly to the Palestinian Authority. So it's, it's actually, in, in, in legal terms, it begins as being their money that we hold in escrow for them. So it's not Israeli tax money going to them. It's Palestinian tax money that's prevented from going to them. Now, is, is this prevention uh, uh, legal? Absolutely, it is legal. There is a paragraph in the Oslo Accords to allow us to not transfer these funds in the case where the Palestinian Authority causes us actual damage per se. So this is absolutely legal. It pains me that it has not been implemented till now. I mean, this is late for this thing to be implemented, but it has been done in the past um, uh, 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 more than once. Unfortunately, it's always been temporary, and it's never been done on a continuous basis. We should starve the Palestinian authorities to the point where that ridiculous and, and, and kleptomaniac organization ceases to exist, in my personal opinion.
2: Okay, and so uh, that's what's been happening in Israel the last week. Let's go now because we don't have a lot. Oh, we, we have like a, just a few seconds till the break. But we're going to be talking about Ukrainian war crimes when we get back and uh, some other topics that we have that are news that other people, other companies, other media outlets just don't cover for the Western viewers. And so I'm really happy that we have you here, Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem, to discuss this. And bring it to light. Thank you. All right. So don't go anywhere, everybody. We're going to be right back. We have a lot more to discuss, a lot more news to enlighten you. back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Our guest is Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem, music commentator on Mideast and World Issues. And we want to talk now about this subject,
0: Ukrainian war crimes? Yeah, just, I'm very sorry to have to say that <clears throat> the vast majority of Western media are frankly lying. Um, uh, every war crime that's, that's committed in um, uh, Ukraine is immediately uh, uh, um, um, blame, and they, they immediately blame Russia for it. And most of those are simply not true. It's, it's simply not correct facts. They're simply lying. So if we look at the, the, the city of Mariupol, which is a large city in, in Ukraine, over 3000 Ukrainian citizens were murdered in the city. They were murdered by Ukrainian forces. These people were found with Ukrainian bullets in them. They were shot by Ukrainian soldiers. What was their crime? Well, partly because they had received food packages from the Russians and therefore they were classed as collaborators. So if you if you eat, you're a collaborator. If you if you if you starve, then you're a good person. So We need to be aware that although the Ukrainian side refused to let civilians use the evacuation routes, Russia had nonetheless established humanitarian corridors to allow them to flee the city. Ukrainians did not acknowledge that. They refused to allow these people to evacuate, and they were killed for trying. We need to understand that these, these Ukrainian forces are phenomenally bloodthirsty they're Nazi hordes and they need to be disbanded this war will not end until the Nazis are somehow um, uh, 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 conquered in Ukraine which is the original reason why um, uh, 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 Putin went in again, I've said it before and I'll say it again I'm not sympathizing with Putin I'm not sympathizing with either side but facts are facts and we know that after World War two Ukraine ukrainians killed fifty thousand Jews and during this war we, we have reports that they have already murdered over four over five hundred additional Jews. These are Nazis these are not normal human beings and it's unfortunate the Western media is lying very unfortunate it's unfortunate that the Biden
2: administration is supporting. Ukraine in sending them billions of dollars of U.S. money and. Well, it's, it's already
0: gone beyond the 100 billion, so yes. Particularly when you have tens of millions of Americans who are homeless and are frankly starving to death. Yes, so you millions. have
2: to ask why is the United States under the Biden administration, because I'm sure that Americans want to see everybody safe, but why would the Biden administration keep oiling this? machine this entity
0: my personal opinion this is only opinion um my personal opinion is that uh, uh, uh what's happening here is that the, the, the these 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 people like uh 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 neuland and what are, whatever the names of these other so-called neocons they really believe that they're still fighting the the, the cold war they really believe that russia is a, is, is a threat to them russia was never a threat to the either the united states or to europe Soviet Union was, but remember, the Soviet Union had almost 400 million population, while the, Russia has 150 million population. It's a major difference. The idea that Russia could possibly significantly harm the European Union with 750 million people is ludicrous. I and and I don't agree.
2: I I, I have to say I don't agree that they, that they're so stupid that they think that the Cold War is still going on. I think it's much more sinister than that. Because I think that the left, which has taken over the Democratic Party, which is uh, steering the Biden administration, is like communism in a sense. And that they want to destroy America. And so what better way than to deplete it of money, deplete it of all sorts of other things, like it's, its own self worth. I mean, they, the younger generation today has grown up to hate themselves, hate America, and hate the values of Amer- of the United States of America, which were wonderful values. I I just think it's more sinister.
0: Well, you know, that's my opinion. I have my opinion your opinion. That's legitimate. I, I can't I can't argue with you. I don't quite agree with you. I don't necessarily disagree with you either. I mean, there's I think there's a little bit of both. Both here, um, but. Yes, this is a problem. We have a we have a major problem and I'm saying we, the entire world. An American problem is not an America. it doesn't stay in America. It's, it's 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 a problem for the entire world.
2: So what do we do? I mean wh- what's there to do? What can people do?
0: Well, what, what you what what you can is where we yeah, don't outsource thinking. Know what you're doing, plan ahead and give serious consideration to what it is that you need to do. Don't let other people think for you. And I gave, I've given many times over these past past few months the example, for instance, of, of banking. Keeping large amounts of cash in a large bank in the United States, in my personal opinion, is a very dumb idea right now. If you need to keep cash ready, ready cash available, move it to a small bank, my personal opinion.
2: Okay, and of course, it's his personal opinions, as he says, and everyone has to decide for themselves. Okay, uh, so Ukraine, that's where
0: it is. The economy, okay, that's where it is. Okay, let's Crisis Group. Okay. Now, first of all, Crisis Group is the name of an actual organization. That's The name of the organization is Crisis Group. They're, they're a, a, a fascinating organization. They look at world politics and world crises and Uh, 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 write reports. They've recently come out with a fascinating report about 2023. And they said there are 10 likely conflict zones to be watched. Likely. Remember, we're not making a prediction. These are likely conflict zones. And let's go over them really quickly. The first one, of course, is is, uh, uh, trivially obvious. That's Ukraine. Number two is uh, an an additional conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan. Again, it's not. you don't really need to be a genius to figure that one out. Um, uh, 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 the crisis there is, is at various levels of heat at, every, at any given time. The third one is Iran, and this is interesting. They're talking about an internal crisis, not Iran ch- uh, 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 attacking either Israel or Saudi Arabia. I'm not certain if I agree with them here, but their opinion is fascinating. In terms of talking about internal Iranian crisis, and we've seen for several months now that Iran has been in, in a very bad situation with their uh, street demonstrations, which unfortunately, the, the, the Biden people are not supporting. U.N. sanctions on their ballistic missiles ends in 23. So what's going to happen when the U.N. sanctions on, Ira- on Iranian missile production ends? It's not clear because they've been producing them anyway, despite the sanctions. But that's an interesting point. Okay, number four is Yemen. Again, not exactly shocking. Yemen has been in war with itself for for many years now. Number five is Ethiopia. Now, again, this is internal. Ethiopia basically has a problem with one of its sub-provinces called called the Tigris, Um, uh, and that's continuing. Number six is something which will surprise many Americans. It's the Democratic Republic of Congo and the Great Lakes. Remember, America has the so-called Great Lakes. These are, this is basically a copy name of the Great Lakes in Africa, which are much, much larger than the Great Lakes in the United States. And there is a great deal of conflict going on in the center, center of Africa uh, 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 surrounding these two areas. The Republic of Congo, of Congo is one of the most resource-rich countries in the world. A large portion of the special minerals that are needed for, for instance, electric automobiles come from there using child labor, children who are worked to death. If you buy an electric vehicle, you need to be aware that you are killing children. Number seven, the Sahel. Oh, yeah. The Sahel is a, is the area just south of the Sahara Desert. Now, get this. This is something that, again, people just aren't aware of. It's not reported. It's hidden. Forty percent of the Sahel is controlled by Islamic State and Al-Qaeda. Forty percent of it. This 40 percent is is larger in territory than the continental United States. So this is not something to be trivially dismissed. Number eight is Haiti. Again, not shocking. Number nine is Pakistan. Not Pakistan slash India, but Pakistan internal. Many people are saying, and I'm not expressing an opinion on this, that Pakistan maybe on the, on the verge of breaking up once again. Remember, Pakistan already broke up once into two parts. Now they're talking about a possible breakup into four additional parts. And number 10 is Taiwan. Now, for any Israeli, the most shocking thing about that list is that we're not on it. And that's very interesting. What's happening right now, and again, I'm making, I'm, I'm, quoting from this report, fascinating report, anyone who wants to take the time to read it. Activist middle powers feel space to chart their own course. And while few welcome big power rivalry, they will seize the opportunities that multipolarity brings. Dr. I'm certain I'm going to mispronounce this, so I apologize ahead of time. Dr. Jay Shankar, the Indian a uh, uh, foreign minister brilliant man, by the way, anybody who has the opportunity to to listen to him I mean I enjoy listening to everything he has to say um, quote world is moving towards multipolarity, rebalancing, and pluralateralism. in other words, the idea that there are is a mo- there's a, a a single superpower or even a rival between two camps as it were during the Cold War. This is no longer the relevancy. This is no longer what's going on in the world today. The big question is how these conflicts interact with one another. And how they interact with the global consumption. Give you just one example. All European aerospace industries are one hundred percent dependent upon Russian titanium and Russian aluminium. No one know no one can predict where those products will be six months from now will europe still be embargoing russia or not we just don't know neither does anybody else anyone who claims to know is speaking through his nose is that the right expression speaking through
2: his nose i think people get the gist uh (laughs) all right (laughs) all right so we've covered a lot here uh it doesn't look it doesn't look too optimistic so we're in in the last uh 30 seconds that we have you know what do we do about all this information that we have now
0: well 2023 looks to be a year of a great deal of disruption we look at what we're seeing on every plane is a lot of messy stuff we're seeing it we're seeing it internal to the united states we're seeing it in europe We're seeing it everywhere. This is a time to re-entrench. This is a time to be a little bit defensive on on your finances. Think a little bit longer than you're accustomed to. Delve a little bit deeper. Do your research. Things are going in directions that are not easily predictable.
2: And there's going to be a lot of pushback, even now, like like we were mentioning with the Supreme Court, even here in Israel, that uh, perhaps they, they have too much power, and and they're trying to now uh, rectify that. And uh, there's going to be push there's there is pushback from the Supreme Court. They don't want to give up that
0: that. Yes, power unfortunately, that we, we didn't have a chance to talk about that. man so I, I heard a a, a brilliant uh, report about that. But today. we gotta go, it's the it's the the show. Show. we're out of time.
2: Howdy. this is Rita from League City, Texas, now living in Israel, and though my heart may have belonged to Texas, it now belongs to Israel and all the fantastic show hosts at Israel News Talk Radio.
0: Hi, this is Michael Solomon from Kiryat Darba, Israel, and why do I love listening to Israel News Talk Radio? Because I love listening to the interesting interviews they do and their news reporting that most other media sources don't cover.